one. Yeah. Yeah, so talk about how you turn that mindset, that killer mindset on and off. Well, I mean, personally, I really don't do what Kobe do, so I don't use that killer mindset because I can't turn it on and off. You know, I get home and I'm I'm still yelling at my sisters and mamas and stuff, so I, I don't do that personally. But it's just cool sitting back from a from a fan perspective and watching him, you know, how he just – just bro, he if you just watch him, he's just crazy because, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I don't think words can explain him. He just sit back and he just observe and he just a, a student of the game while also being the man of the league at the time that he was. You know, and you know that's crazy to me how he just always was in the gym. He was always watching film. He was, and he was the best to do it while he was there. So I mean, you know, Kobe will always be disrespected by me. Yeah. I don't care what other people got to say about him. But he, <laughs> he top. He 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 top two and he not two. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think if anybody else have any like any other argument, they may be low key hate like straight up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody you know, hate on Kobe. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of like growing up, but I mm-hmm. did like I understood like he was like one of the greatest in the league, and like his mindset was on a whole nother level. And so, yeah, like I said, bro, if you if you think otherwise, like you low key hate. <laughs> So, yeah, I greatly, greatly appreciate you sharing that, man, and, uh, you know, really just tapping into that. And so um, I'm sure your your teammates, you know, they draw a lot of inspiration from you and a lot of love and positive energy from you. So uh, I just want you to know, like, you know, keep inspiring those guys that's next to you today because you never know who you may need, you know, later on in life. You never know what what relationships may may nurture your life. So don't don't uh, burn any bridges, man, while you're young. Um, and just really, like I said, man, just keep those guys inspired and loved, bro. And um, the, the sky is lifted. Uh, the sky is the limit. And so I greatly appreciate uh, your time here today. It's definitely been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and uh, just gaining insight about you. And so I greatly, greatly appreciate that. And so thanks for allowing me to help document your legacy. Like I said, this platform is a way for uh, scholar athletes to document their legacy. And so is there um, a way our listeners of this podcast can connect with you or even send you a message, maybe like on social media or you have a personal website? Yeah, I got, you know, my Instagram is Miller1MC. That's where you can shoot me a DM. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And let me ask you this, man. I'm I'm a tech guy. So have you have you purchased your your domain, like your name, website name yet? No, not yet. Okay. You may want to get into that. I don't don't know what that means. Yeah, it it just means like, so like in tech, you know, let's say Instagram.com, right? That's a real estate. Like that's a house, but on the internet where people come on that house and they do whatever it is on that house. So what I'm saying is you need to purchase your domain name, your real estate name, your property online before somebody else does because, and I'm guilty of this as well, like, where it's a business where people will go purchase, let's say the top NFL drafts that came out this year. People will go search up their names and they'll search and see if they got their 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 property yet purchased. And if they don't, they're gonna snatch it for like $12 a year. So I can go get your name for $12 a year right now. And then when you blow up, then the internet is gonna be searching your name. So that real estate value is gonna go up to like $10,000. And so now- and you can pay for it. Yeah, bro, like, this, it's a real-life business. It's been going on for a while. And so, huh. like, for real. 
And so, um, like I said, like I can go purchase your name right now for $12 for the year. And then let's say, you know, people start searching your name all over the world, then that, their real estate value goes up. And so now that value is not $12, it's at $10,000. And so now yeah. if you want to get your own name, you got to go through me because I own it. You feel me? And yeah. so that's just kind of like some insight that I give, like, you know, up, up, upcoming uh, stars and athletes is to go get your domain name. You can go on godaddy.com, just search miller.com or miller uh, mccrumby correct mccrumby mm -hmm. yeah yeah mccrumby, and then just you know see if it's available and so that's just some insights i give to to my athletes and my students man and so i just don't want you to you know get down the road and then somebody ho hold you hostage to get your name you <laughs> feel me? like bro, yeah. it's, it's a business so i just want to uh, let you know that but um that's good look that's good looks <laughs> yeah i hope everyone gained at least one gem from this episode to apply to their mindset to achieve more greatness in their life you can either follow me at cayman underscore farmer on instagram you can subscribe to the knology life dog youtube channel or you can listen to this podcast on apple spotify or any major platforms out there so let's continue to connect grow and develop together on our quest of becoming life dogs. And remember, your outlook on your life is correlated to your mindset. So have a great day, life dogs. Until next time, peace. One. Welcome back to Deeper Than Stats podcast presented by Knology Life Dog and hosted by yours truly, Cayman Farmer, mindset and habits coach for scholar athletes. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode as we continue to um, be on the quest of being life dogs, having a passion and a purpose, being disciplined and accountable, having the, um, the courage to overcome any adversity and maximize on the opportunities. All right. And so we also connect with people and this is what we do. We build relationships. We have created a mindset to be on a mission to do magical things and document our legacy along the way for the next person. And so these are just things that champions do, uh, do on a daily in all areas of their lives. These are things that today's guest has done throughout his life and career. And I'm so fired up to have this big time guest today, uh, Mr. Miller, native of originally from Fort Worth, Texas, but currently playing at Mount Pleasant High School, Beast, Texas, that is. Uh, Miller and I, we pretty much crossed paths uh, during the seven on seven season. And I was like, dang, man, this kid is, you know, he definitely passes the eyeball test and size and things. And then, you know, I seen something about him talking about the dunk show after every touchdown he's uh, after every touchdown he scores. And so, you know, I just approached him, you know, with that, with that positive energy and he showed positive energy back, man. And so uh, let's talk about being on a mission, doing magical things and leaving the legacy. So without further ado, here's Miller. Thanks for joining the show and welcome, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, bro. So uh, if you could just go go ahead and start off by uh, giving our listeners some insights into who you are as a person, your background growing up, your past playing experiences, and anything else you would like to add, man. So I'm from Fort Worth originally. I moved here to East Texas when I was a freshman. Um parents had issues so we, we split up and stuff came out here uh I've been playing football since I was like I, I can't even remember when I started playing <laughs> and that sounds cliche and stuff but like that's real life like that's yeah. really I I've been had a football basketball since I was like two and stuff since I could walk 
And I mean, it just, the passion just carried on. And like, to this day, I just play football because it's just fun. Like I'm getting all this recognition and stuff, but even if I didn't get all this stuff, I'd still be playing. Cause like, it's just, it's just in my blood to me. Yeah, most definitely, man. I love that you brought that up, Mike. And 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 I and I I talk about this all the time, man. Like I'm not currently playing football right now, but like the things that I learned in football at a very young age, all the way up to high school and college, it still sticks with me today. So I just yeah. want you to know, like you've been you've been you've been gaining principles of life through this game of football ever since you was young. And so, um, you know, unfortunately, I hate you had to uh, uh, go through the experience of your parents not being together. Um, you know, I, I had to go through that as well. So let's kind of get into like uh, how that maybe had affected you a little bit and, you know, what, what you see the future of your relationship with, you know, your spouse and kids, what does that look like and what does that mean to you? Well, I just know that like what that situation put through me is that I just gotta, when I have a kid and stuff, I'm not going to put them through that type of stuff, you know? Cause at a at a young age it's hard growing up without a father, you know. Like I have him in my life, but he's not there for me all the time. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's you know it's hard because a man ain't in your life to really talk to. Like I got my uncle and stuff. I got I got my coaches, but it ain't the same as a dad. You know what I'm saying? So when I when I have my first kid and my wife, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be sure to make sure that I'm in their life all, like all the time, man. Like, Greatness, really man. Greatness. And I don't have kids. I don't have kids right now, but I revert back to those principles of football of just mm -hmm. wanting to win every play, wanting to be the best, wanting yeah. to, um, you know, not give up when things get hard. Like those same principles is what's going to carry over to your, 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 your relationships and stuff like that. And so yeah. uh, transitioning, uh, we talk about being life dogs and staying in that relentless pursuit of greatness and all that you do. In order to stay in that pursuit, you must have a um, a great foundation built on courage and confidence to create that long term success. So, could you share some of your your values you lean on when you face adversity? Maybe, be, uh, maybe it'd be like, you know, remain positive, never give up. Uh, think about all the adversity you've already overcome. Like, what are some things that help you face adversity and get over it? Well, I mean, like you talking about life adversity, or like sports adversity. And all, yeah, because usually it, trans all, okay. it translates over to your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, basically, I just go back to what I know, you know, uh, just the fundamentals of it. Uh, I try to remain, you know, uh, positive, hopeful, you know, and let God do his work because it's all up to him in the, in the long run. Real talk. I love that. And so um, you seem like you're you're a spiritual guy. Uh, where did that whole background come from? Is it growing up in the Bible Belt or is it like, you know, something that you just kind of was attracted to yourself? <laughs> well, my family, we don't really just, we don't go to church every Sunday, but we go like every now and then, you know? And uh, I think at a young age, we went quite a bit uh, when I was a kid. And so that just like, I went to a lot of church camps and stuff and that, that inspired me and stuff like that. Got I'm not you. the most religious man in the world, but like, yeah, I, I, I do fall back on my religion, my religion at times. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's, it's and as you get older, you'll you'll learn this, man. It's it's not necessarily about the religion. I feel like it's more about the spirit. It's more about the, the like on my background, the universe, because ultimately yeah. that's God. Like the the universe that we're connected to is God. And so I don't want to get deep into yeah. that. Uh, but you know, that's that's definitely a great foundational uh platform that you have, though. 
don't get me wrong. You know, it's definitely great yeah. to have religion as a as a as some type of foundation. So I love that. And so it's not about just sports. It's about those values that you build from sports and those principles that you build from sports that carry over to your life. And so anybody can apply these values that you're saying, like work hard, remain positive, you know, believe in God, and just know that everything is going to play out how it's going to play out. So I greatly, greatly appreciate you sharing that with us uh, because someone like someone out there is listening right now and they may be going, they may be going through something in their life. And just those little pieces of nuggets that you're throwing out like that to like, you know, give insight of how you're so successful, people are going to take that. And if they apply it to their lives, then they'll be successful as well. So I greatly appreciate you uh, sharing that. So um, yeah. that being said, um, what, what has been like during the spring in Mount Pleasant or um, let's say at the 707 tournaments, like just building those relationships, building up your body, building up your mindset for the upcoming season? Okay, so I'm going to hit on the uh, 707 topic first. Uh, 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 you know, this spring I built a lot of relationships, like with like Mike Roach, you know, Coach O, and they helped me out get uh, more more exposure for the season. But along with the spring ball topic, uh, we had a great off season, and uh, as an individual, I feel like I extremely better. Like my tape speaks wonders on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just felt so good being out there, man. Like I don't know, I just feel bigger, stronger, faster. And I just feel like this senior gonna be just crazy. Yeah. What what did they list you at? Uh your height and weight? I'm six four and a half, two two oh six, two oh seven. Yeah, you big out there for real. And and you move well, man. You really do yeah, like yeah. I, I like to look at people like feet for one, and then I like to look at their hips. So like I wanna see if they can catch a slant route and get up field real quick. And so just watching you, man, like I don't seen you like two or three times now. Like, I'd be like, okay, like, he really got something. As long as you continue to get flexible, as long as you continue yeah. to get um, get more stronger and faster, like, you, you got a great shot at doing whatever it is you want to do, man, just based off your yeah. size and you're able to move. So I'm sure you heard that before, man. So let's talk about um, how important is it to build those relationships? I know you said Coach O and Coach Roach, something like yeah, that? Yeah, Coach Roach. Yeah, he's okay, 24th. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about how important it is for high school athletes to start building relationships now. Well, it's extremely important to build like like freshman year all the way up. You got to build a relationship with your head coach, with all your coaches, really, because your head coach is going to be the one that, that, you know, does everything for you in the long term, like in, like in reality. And then also you got to build those outside relationships with other coaches. That could just because connections are key in life. Like that's how you succeed. You can't be successful if you ain't got no connection. You know what I'm saying? Because like, what, what one person knows, another person might not. One, another person's friend might help you. You know what I'm saying? So that's all it is to it. So building those building those connections with other people will really help you. Because like, I think I texted Coach O when I got my first offer back in December. I texted Coach O my huddle highlights, and the next day the Kansas coach reached out to me and just called me and offered me. It was that Dang. like. It was just like that. That's all connections are. They just help you. Dang. That's major, man. And like, like you said, man, you just you never you never know like who may know someone. And you may exactly. you never know like what doors they can open up for you. And so, excuse me. So let's talk about like, let's say an introvert, somebody who's maybe shy, but they have the yeah. talent. 
like how what are some tips that you can give them on building those relationships like what are some things that you can tell them like kind of get out their comfort zone or just get them to think about if they want to do this to do that they got to make connections to get out their comfort zone yeah they just i mean i'm not an introverted character so i wouldn't know firsthand because I'm, I'm pretty extroverted but uh yeah, just get out your comfort zone and just just go do it. I mean, if you that's something you want to do in life, then you know you got to put that aside and you got to get it done. You know, because yeah. communicating is just part. Of, it's just an aspect of life you got to have. You know, especially you want to succeed and, and all that. Oh, that was that was a bar right there. That is uh that is, nah, real talk. That is something that you must have. And and even myself, like you know, I wasn't the best communicator growing up. A lot of times my, my actions spoke for me, but yeah. I understood I was limiting myself if I couldn't verbally communicate. And so that's a great point, man, because you got to be able to communicate what it is you want to do in life. Because if I walk into a room and yeah, I may be fly, I may have a swagger and all, but like if people don't, if people don't like know what it is that I want to do, if I don't openly communicate that, then it's just going to be kind of a blank stare in a way. And so yeah. if I walk into a room and be like, hey, man, I want to own this multi-billion dollar company. I want to go put other people on and stuff like that. And so it's like now, OK, now let's see who, who we can connect this young man to. Because believe yeah. it or not, man, and I tell this I tell this to my high school students all the time, like successful people want to help other people. Like, believe it or not, like you may think they're busy and this and that, but they want to put other people on. And so that's kind of like a principle that I stand by. It's like giving people a platform, giving them the tools and the values that I've, you know, that has helped me become successful. And then hopefully you do the same. You feel me? So um, yeah. that being said, do you have any sisters or brothers? Yeah, I got three sisters. Three sisters? Dang, that's crazy. I have three yeah, sisters no, as well. No brother. <laughs> one step brother, one step sister. That's what's up. Are they younger or older? I got uh, one, two older and then one younger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm That's right in the Did y'all grow up together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're my dogs. Yeah. 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 That's what's up, man. I know I definitely love my little sisters as well and my older sister. And so, um, yeah, that being said, man, I know um, you're actually in the National Honor Society as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm school, yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Like a lot of times, I was in the National Honor Society as well, but a lot of times athletes, they think, man, I'm not going to get into this and that, like, if it's not, you know, dealing with sports. But in reality, like you said, they may need something like that. So could you talk about that experience of being in the National Honor Society? Yeah, right now I'm in trouble with it because I haven't been doing my community hours, but I, I was wasn't. Like <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's all about maintaining grades, and that just keeps me on track this year. Like, it just kept me – because I you got to average, like, an 85 or above, and – you know, I didn't want to get kicked out of it because, you know, I didn't want to deal with my mom and she would have got on me. But, uh, yeah, it just helped me get my grades right and just uh, a couple community uh, services. Like, I, I refed, I, I helped at some camps, at some youth camps, and it just helped me get involved. Like, even if it wasn't football, it was basketball, you know. It, but I just wanted to be around sports and help little little kids out, so that's what I did. And, I mean, it, it helped me with my community. You know, everywhere I go, there's little kids looking at me and stuff. So I just, it feels good being a good role model for my, for my city. Yeah, man, that's great, man. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're involved in that. And like with the refing, man, like, what is it like just kind of like, you know, refing little kids and just thinking like I was at this point one day and what are some things that you want to pour into them now? 
it's really it's really mine. It's it's crazy because like I can remember me not like just traveling down the court, you know, no, not taking no <laughs> dribble. <laughs> yeah, but like it's crazy because it it was just me and like life go by so so fast and we don't even realize how fast it's going by. But like I just try to help them out, you know, give them pointers, you know, stuff that I wish I knew at that age, you know, uh, you know, working hard is everybody say that, but like that really goes a long ways and stuff. You know, and um, at a young age like that, like I was reffing, you know, five, six year olds, seven year olds, and like, I mean, it's not really much you could tell them. You know, they they gonna do whatever they want to, but like the older kids, you could tell them what they do, and they gonna do it, and they gonna work on it and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think I think with those like the real real young kids, and this is what I would instill in my kids, like, is just have like, you know, go hard. You know, no matter if you're traveling 100 feet, just go hard if you're going to travel. You feel me? <laughs> like, like, for real, go hard, have fun at it, be a kid at the end of the day. Because, I mean, they ain't really gotten too many worries. So, like, the last thing I want is to put my kid into something and then they're not going hard at it. You feel me? So, that's something I would definitely install into them. And so, yeah, yeah man, that, that's crazy because, uh, like, we have similar experiences. Uh, when did you get to East Texas? What, uh, what first year? year. My first, first year. year. Okay, yeah, I kind of grew up there, so, like, but we still have, like, similar experiences, and then that's what I tell people, like, people be like, man, you so successful, this and that, I be like, bro, like, I ain't no better than you, like, you know, I just, I just kind of, yeah. you know, got some principles, I stood by, stood by those principles, I know hard work, and just, you know, being where I'm supposed to be at all times, is like, that's definitely something that I stand by, and so, yeah. that being said, man, let's talk about the, uh, the whole, like, your mom holding you accountable, like, with your grades and anything else you would like to add as far as her holding you accountable? My mom, uh, she just stay on me. You know, I love her, <laughs> but she just don't. She stay on me, man. And we always get into it because we're the same person. Mm. Uh, but I love her. She always makes sure I'm doing the right thing. Uh, uh, right now, she's stressing about me because she think I'm going to go far for college and stuff like oh. that. But, you know, uh, but, you know, I can't really leave my mom. You know, she's been in my life all 17 years I've been on this earth and, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'd do without her. She might rock for real. That's smooth, man. I know, I know, I definitely uh, understand where you're coming from. My mom, she played a huge role in my life, having me at like 15 years old and still yeah. being able to like do what she did and still demonstrate, you know, great things in her life. So um, that's great that you, that you honor your mom, man. Continue to do that as well and, and never forget, you know, who, who really is your rock. No matter how much, you know, how much money you may make, how big you may get, like, you know, really, really understand that and uh, just have that sticking with your core. And so, yeah, man, that being said, um, you have anything else you would like to add before I ask the last question? Uh, just, you know, kids working with adversity, just just like keep pushing, keep going. You know, it'll get better. Like my freshman year. I think I was running a 5 140, and I, I mean, like, I was so slow and I was trash. But, like, I just kept working at it, you know, and and things get better. I promise you, things get better. And, I mean, you just got to put your faith in God and just keep keep pushing, keep going, you know, and you'll yeah. get there. Real talk. What, um, who's who's an athlete that you that you look up to? And I'm talking deeper than sports. Like, who's somebody that you admire? Like, dang, man, like, you know, he's setting the tone for what I want in my life, or she's setting well, the tone. Well, number one, it's got to be, you know, the dude I, I watched all throughout my, my childhood, and that's Kobe Bryant, you know. Okay. I just like his, his mentality, bro. Like, he just wanted to kill everybody that got on that court with him, you know. It was different. 
And then, like, receiver-wise in the NFL, it's got to be – no, actually, first, second off, it's got to be LeBron. I don't, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I like what he's doing off the court, you know? Yeah. He's always, you know, pushing, like, equal rights and all that type of stuff, and he's, like, the act- activist for the NBA almost. Um, but then, like, receiver-wise, I like Julio Jones, you know, a big receiver that can run and catch the ball. You know, you don't see that much. So it says, I mean, he's just a, he's a, he's an animal. And that's what I model my game after. I love it, man. I love it. And I know, uh, just want to speak on all three of those. I've seen where you made some Julio Jones catches and Julio Jones runs, like, and you go dunk the, you know, dunk the goalpost afterwards. That's where, like, that's what gets me. I'm like, okay, like, he's not only a dog, but, you know, he know how to, he know how to put on a show. He know how to be entertaining as well. You yeah. Know? So that's a great thing. And, um, as far as LeBron, man, like, I remember when LeBron first got in the league, man, I used to have these scrapbooks and this and that. And just thinking about that, man, like, he's he's maintained that success and got better and better. And we're talking off the court as well. Like, you know, he's been married yeah. for I don't know how long to his high school sweetheart. He's never really been in trouble. Like, yeah. you don't really see too yeah, many people in the limelight like that that never get in trouble with anything. And so with him, you know, being like the activist, like you're saying, building these schools and this and that, man. I think that is amazing. And I think, I think, I think me personally, I think he's the greatest ever beyond just sports, greatest athlete ever beyond just sports. I don't, I don't think it's too many compared, you know, to what he's doing. Yeah, to what he, because he he never gets in trouble. I just looked at that. He never, (laughs) he ain't never got in trouble. Yeah, he never, he never really got in trouble. So it's like, how can you hate on a man? Like, you know, he never really got in trouble, maintained his whole success. You know, has been compared to Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, his whole life. You know, as a, as you're at your age, like think of a 17 year old, 18 year old compared yeah. to the greatest in the world. Like, how can you not let that go to your head? So it's like, you know, I I really I really admire him a lot more when I really sit back and think about all the things like that. And Kobe, man, like like you said, Kobe, like he just had that killer instinct. And so I think I think a lot of athletes have that killer instinct. And I think what's hard for us, because I mean, I have that as well. What's hard for me is off of the court, off of the field, not trying to kill people. Because you still have that mentality of like, man, I just want mine. I got to go for mine. Like, how has that affected your life? How do you turn that switch on and off as far as like when to turn that killer mindset on and when to turn it off and know it's about, you know, it's bigger than you? Man, personally, I... Hold on. Uh, hey, if, okay. if someone calling me, does it hang up the Zoom call? Nah, you straight. Okay, I can I can yeah. answer it. Yeah, you can answer it. All right.